0: Hello, and welcome to the LA Podcast, the podcast where we answer all your burning questions regarding property and finance. My name is Emmanuel, your host and founder of LA Real Estate, an estate agency based in Liverpool. This is the first episode of the podcast, and on today's episode, I will give you a quick overview on the best strategy to build an impressive property portfolio starting from buying your first property. I will also look at when is the right time to buy in the current housing market. So Elite Real Estate has received a lot of questions from young people who are beginning their journey on the property ladder and we want to help them avoid devastating mistakes first-time buyers often make when buying their first property. So that's why we've decided to create this podcast and I believe this podcast actually couldn't come at a better time because I am on the market to buy a property myself next year so I plan to take you guys along with me so you can see the exact steps I take and hopefully you can implement those steps in your purchase process as well. I believe it takes a certain type of individual to want to learn from other people's experiences instead of making huge financial mistakes that could potentially set them back on their journey. And since you're here with me today, you must be that type of person, so let's get into it. A lot of you might be aware the government has recently brought out a new help to buy scheme where they provide a loan to cover 20% equity in a property, allowing to help first-hand buyers secure a 75% loan to value mortgage on a new real property. So I have no personal opinion on the scheme, as I think it all depends on your personal circumstance, whether it could be beneficial for you or not. But personally, for me, I wouldn't use the scheme only because it just applies to new build properties. And again, in my opinion, I don't think the quality of some new build properties are worth the extravagant price tags that are put on them by developers. And more importantly, it gives you no leverage, which I will discuss in more detail in a second. If you're sole purpose of buying a property just to find somewhere that looks nice to live, then the scheme might be right for you. But if you plan on building a strong property portfolio, you need to lev- you need some leverage. And leverage is not something you'll get easy from a new world property. As I said earlier, I'm on the market to buy a property myself next year. So with patience, my outlook is to find a property below market value. Um, and I know that's sometimes easier said than done, but When I do find one for below market value, I plan on adding value to the property and increasing my equity. I can then leverage that equity to refinance the property and get um, my money back out of the property to later invest in the next property I I decide to purchase. So obviously that might sound a bit complicated to some people who are sort of new to property, but if I try and simplify it for you and give you an example. So if I saved 40,000 pounds cash and I decide to, and I find the property worth 150,000 and I managed to negotiate the price down to 135,000. So I'm paying roughly below 15,000 15, pounds below market value. And if I'm able to get a 15% mortgage deposit on that property, that means I'll be paying 20,250 pounds for the deposit of that property. And the remaining 114,750 pounds will be from the mortgage lender. And if we deduct other fees at around £5,000 or things like tax or for solicitors, then from my initial £40,000, I would have just under £15,000 left. And if I use that £15,000 to renovate and improve the property, then the value will appreciate. For this example, let's just say it appreciates by £50,000. So that means a pro- on a property worth one hundred and fifty thousand pounds, which I got below market value, I have now added another fifty thousand pounds in value to the property, making the property now worth two hundred thousand pounds. So the initial the initial mortgage will now be at around fifty seven percent loan to value, give me leverage to be able to refinance the property, take equity out of the property. So mortgage lenders will often only um, let you take out eighty percent of what the property is worth. So if I take out 80%, that will leave me with £160,000 in cash ready to to invest in my next property. I can then potentially repeat that process over and over again um, and build a strong property portfolio. Um, Obviously, these figures are slightly exaggerated, but the, the concept is still the same. Now, how would you know when to buy to ensure you're getting a good value for your property? As you're aware, the UK housing market has been impacted heavily by the current pandemic. We've seen house prices in the UK jump si- jump significantly, particularly in the summer months after the first lockdown brought the whole market to a complete standstill. So all this activity is great at the moment, especially for sellers, because they have a huge incentive to um, sell the property as buyers want to take advantage of the stamp duty holiday and save a couple thousand pounds. But obviously this isn't going to be sustainable in the long term. Um, As predicted by many banks or just about anyone who's who's observed the long-term data of the UK's housing market, there is likely going to be a market crash caused by the high rate of unemployment and redundancy seen in 2020. As someone who is interested in property, you need to put yourself in the best position to take advantage of this market crash. If there's a good time to buy or invest in property, in my opinion, I would say 2021-2022 will be perfect timing. So a phrase I've been hearing quite a lot recently is 2020 is the new 2008 and in my life so far I haven't experienced anything like the current pandemic which I'm sure most of you guys can relate to. I personally want to be ready and I want to put myself in the best position to capitalise on the opportunities that will present themselves in the following years. The majority of buyers in the property market at the moment are rushing to take advantage of the stamp duty holiday to potentially save a couple thousand pounds. But if the market does crash, then would it not make more sense to buy when it doesn't potentially save tens of thousands of pounds, when the value is almost guaranteed to go back up? To put what I'm saying into perspective, in September 2007, before the financial crisis, the average house price in the UK was over 190000 And in the early months of 2009, after the financial crisis, average house price fell below 155000 due to a low demand for homes. Many people were not able to afford property, so you are in a prime position to be able to negotiate um, a price for a property that you're looking for. Now, that's the data from the last recession. So that showed me that rushing into buying a home for the short-term benefits, in this case, Stamp DT Holiday, might not always be the best decision as it's often better to hold out until demand is low and you're in a better position to negotiate the price. I am personally holding out for a market crash next year in the meantime, though, I am keeping a close eye on the property market. Um, Rightmove have recently reported that they have started to see um, their first decline in average house prices in recent months. So you can make up that what you will, but personally, I think it could be the start of a market crash. Over the next few weeks on this podcast, we will be going into more detail about how to prepare to buy your first property. We will also be answering your questions, so make sure you share and follow us on all social media at Late Real Estate. Um, This will give you a chance to send us your questions so we can answer them on the podcast. Thanks for taking the time out to listen today.